0: Welcome to Markets Now. I'm Michelle. work with Arlen Suderman with StoneX. And we had a mixed day in both grain and livestock futures trade. in Arlen, I want to start off with soybeans. We kind of continue to remove weather premium here. Rain makes grain mentality now moving in?
1: It really does. Now, it's a big country. There's a lot of different conditions. Some of the wettest areas have been drying out. The wet, driest areas have been getting rain. Not everybody. We probably narrowed the stress area to about 15 to 20% of the crop think in the Midwest in a typical year, 15-20% of the crop is in a drought at some point. Uh, so that's what we've narrowed it. And Then the models are kind of mixed beyond that. We're harvesting the early soybeans. As you'd expect, the earliest yields are the lowest, that the most stressed. Then we get into some better, but how does it all fit together? That's yet to be determined. Uh, we saw our farmer survey drop the production estimate to 152.8 million metric tons down from 161.9 million metric tons on December 1st. I anticipate that'll go lower yet. How much lower is yet to be determined? Typically, these farmer surveys, you undershoot in the year like this and then you bounce back somewhat. Um, so now it's where's that bottom point and then where's the bounce back? Longer term, I'm right now, based on what we know, I'm looking for something in the upper 140s to close to 150. For a final number, but we'll see a lot of it. A lot of late beans that so we still need to make sure these rains continue for.
0: So, with these production cutbacks that you talk about, have we taken too much risk premium out of this soybean market? Do you think?
1: Well, it really comes down to, you, and uh, one of the things I say is, you know, if a tree falls in a forest and nobody hears it, is nobody's there to hear it? Did it really make a sound? Well, if Brazil has a short crop and it never affects our exports, does it really matter? So that's the key. And so if you look at February soybeans, Brazil bids going into China are dollar a bushel cheaper than ours right now for shipment. March shipment soybeans are $1.50 cheaper than what ours are. So we're not seeing it on the front end. They're gonna have beans to ship. Where it matters is at the back end. If, they, if the crop's short enough where they run out of soybeans before our harvest. That's July, August, early September. So that's going to be some time. So what to watch will be those Brazil basis levels for July, August, relative to ours, because ours are going to be fairly firm too, you would anticipate with our tighter supplies.
0: So we took out the October lows, we keep making new lows for the move. How much technical damage have we done?
1: We've done quite a bit, and the algos are running with it. And, and the funds have generally been short the commodities at large, soybeans and live cattle were the kind of some of the exceptions. And now both of those, they've been flipping as well. And maybe not going short in live cattle yet, but beans are vulnerable to that. That's kind of this commodity deflation you know. mode that they've been in. Without a story, that's the default mode of action.
0: Uh, wheat back to the plus side today, and was that just technical, or are there other things influencing it, like the lower dollar?
1: Yeah, that certainly is a factor. Chicago seemed to be helped more than the others. We've taken out a lot of the surplus software at Winter Wheat with the Chinese purchases. They, they bought, the market rallied, priced ourselves out of the market again, but at least that helped. Now we just need to make sure China goes ahead and takes shipment of it. Um, we're seeing some Black Sea risk things periodically with more frequency. Wheats trying to put in a bottom, haven't confirmed that yet. A lot of it comes down to whether Russia is going to hold to a $230 metric ton bottom for price or whether they're going to keep shipping at a lower price or not. Right now, there's cautious optimism that maybe wheat has put in a bottom.
0: So, wheat help in the corn market today, obviously, closing just a little bit higher, but mm-hmm. we're down at contract low levels, we keep making contract lows. What in your mind is going to put a low in in that market, do you think?
1: When you got a lot of carry in the market, a lot of times people think, oh, well, prices are going to go higher. By carry, I mean the deferred contracts higher prices. What it means is it's actually bearish, meaning as each contract expires, the next one ratchets down. So for the March contract, that would be like the the 456 area, 456 and three quarters, I believe, where December went off the board. And we'll keep doing that until we turn this around. And that may mean that long-term you hold in that level, but you keep ratcheting those down. We need to have improved fundamentals. Maybe that's a winter corn crop in Brazil having significant problems. Maybe that's export business showing up from someplace. It's not on the radar currently, so the funds just keep shorting corn.
0: Yeah, 450 has been pretty long-term support. Do you think that's vulnerable or not?
1: It's vulnerable, but right now the market wants to hold that. Uh, It comes down to we still have a 2.1, 2.2 billion bushel carryout, and even if we reduce acres next year, if we don't turn around our demand situation, we will build on that, so that's when we'd be vulnerable and we're gonna start focusing on the 94 balance sheet here over the next couple of months.
0: Plus the funds are major short in that corn market, aren't they? Yeah, and I think at some point in
1: 2024, maybe it's the second or third quarter, we start turning that picture around with the funds and they start looking at an inflationary commodity picture.
0: Cattle market under pressure today, um, you know, is that all technical? I know the boxes have really seen a big spiral.
1: Well, the big thing has been the choice cuts. Those That's really been holding us up. That demand has held well, but now we're past the holidays, and typically we stay unstable. We don't find a bottom in that till February. So means we may have some more weakness to go. We've been importing a lot. A lot of times that's more of your lower end cuts replacing that. We need to get that demand back. Barbecue season would help with that, but unfortunately, we're a little ways away from that.
0: So we've had a rebound off of the lows, but you know, to get up back to the highs, what, yeah. what do we need in that market?
1: Yeah, barbecue season, we, we need that demand back. Export demand has been rationed out by uh-huh. the prices, so you've got to take prices down to re-get it. Um, a weaker dollar helps with that, so if we could get the dollar lower. Um, that would certainly help in the weaker prices, but then getting into barbecue season, have a good barbecue season would help strengthen it. Longer term, we're gonna have tighter supplies. We haven't started to rebuild this cow herd yet. Probably the fourth quarter of this year when we start rebuilding, um, and that'll tighten us up even more. Um, But until then, we need to hold on to demand and keep prices reasonably so the consumer will buy.
0: Okay. I didn't know if, you know, we have a cattle inventory report coming out here pretty soon, if that would be enough of a supply shock, again, to remind folks, hey, we've got a 62-year low in this herd.
1: I don't think so. Um, That's a possibility. Uh, We look at what's happening in the hogs there where we keep on shrinking the breeding herd but pigs per litter keep going up. We don't have that that can happen in cattle so much. Um, For there, they're the higher end cut of meat in the protein sector. So consumer sentiment, if we keep seeing consumer sentiment start to improve, that should help with that beef demand domestically. But if it turns south again, then we'll have trouble with the beef demand.
0: Big update today in the hog market. Was that just short covering? I mean, we were just at contract lows again yesterday, I think.
1: Yeah, a lot of it looks like short covering. Fundamentally, not a lot changed today from yesterday. We've had very strong exports, but it's just been supply. Carcass weights have been high. Numbers of our slaughter have been high. We've got to find demand for that. If they move away from beef, that'll help the pork demand at the expense of the beef industry. Um, but overall, we need to bring that demand back to match this big supply we have.
0: Yeah, I was going to say upfront supply is still very big. Very big. Very yes. big. All right, thanks as always. That's Arlen Suderman with Stone X, and that is Markets Now.